Hi, I'm Jamie Wincup. Hi, I'm Rick Kelly. Hi, I'm Lee Holdsworth, and you're listening to Inside Supercars. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Welcome to Inside Supercars, Tony Whitlock and Craig Ravel. It's been an interesting week and lots more to come. I'm sure you'll be aware there's, uh, there's news around every corner. We've got to know of the developments that will be occurring for future events. And we'll certainly wait by and uh, look for them. But meanwhile, in today's show, we'll hear from Tim Edwards as he tells us about what's already happened and what uh, is likely to happen and what's going to happen in the near future because uh, it's certainly a moving target, Craig. Yeah, no one will really be too sure about it until we probably get the cars uh, either packed up or not packed up in a week or so's time. Just at this point, might like to say that last year's Journalist of the Year uh, in the Supercar Media Awards, Tom Howard, um, about this time is winging his way back to England. And we wish Tom and his partner all the very best as they have relocated over to, uh, well, the UK. Not sure if uh, heading to the UK, like a lot of the Grand Prix teams uh, have, you know, jetted back to the UK. I don't know that that's safer than perhaps staying here the time and just uh, waiting around in Australia. The weather's got to be better anyway, Tony. (laughs) Well, I I would think that uh, there'd be some hesitation because I was only listening today uh, to ABC News talking about how that the UK might become the next Italy for the coronavirus. While we're saying goodbye to Tom Howard, who's been a terrific addition to Australian motorsport journalism and Speed Cafe in particular, we should also welcome Simon Chapman, the New Zealander, who Brett Murray uh, certainly targeted to join the team. And uh, he's a nice young man. I met him several years ago, and he is certainly a very good addition to Australian motorsport journalism and look forward to catching up with him on the show in the near future. But before then, you had a chance to speak to Tim Edwards. Now, Tim Edwards, he has uh, an interesting personality, to say the least, and he would have been in his element. The Grand Prix weekend, he spent so many years working in and amongst that paddock. He's very comfortable in that environment and uh, well he has a few funny moments with you throughout this interview as well. So with Tim Edwards it's just hours after the event has been called. His cars are nearly all packed up, the garage is empty, um, not the way in which to finish a Grand Prix weekend. Clearly, um, exceptional circumstances, something that nobody's ever been through before. You know, obviously in my time in Formula One and supercars, I've never seen anything of this magnitude, but you know, it's understandable. It's a, it's a This is not a supercars issue or a Formula One issue. This is a, a global issue. Um, and you know, you're seeing it in every sport and in every business and in every, it's impacting everybody. So Seema sent out an email this morning saying, be on your guard this morning, you know, something is gonna happen. We don't know what yet. I understand at 2.40 this morning an email was sent to the team owners or team managers. Oh, no, that email just said business as usual. Oh, okay. That, that, it was very clear. Oh, it was literally, that, you know, we turn no up, turn up, no change, and we just carry on. You know, at the end of the day, that it was a Formula One decision that they weren't going to carry on. Um, Did it surprise you that they didn't go ahead and have a meeting without uh, an audience, without fans in the stands? Oh. Uh, that, that that's absolutely nothing to do with supercars or the teams. I mean, yeah. that's that's a 
that's clearly a government and and um, an organisers decision. So you know they will have their reasons. You know, and it's like you're seeing it in all the ball sports at the moment. They're all they're all changing to to no spectators. But I mean, the challenge from the one had was that you know you've got you've got teams now that are going down with it. And how do they have, how is it fair that they have an event with some competitors and not others? So you can kind of understand from a from a Formula One team's perspective that um, you know why they've probably made that decision. But you know who knows what's going on inside that passive paddock. Certainly, you and me don't. Yes. You know, so I, I'm quite happy at that. By the way, you know. Mm. Um, uh, while obviously far, far too early, um, but it does draw into question that you know there are two overseas events. One's just Tasmania, the other one New Zealand, which are the next two events. And it'll be some time before it'll be clear as to whether those are going to go on. I mean, obviously, a couple of weeks or so before anything like that can be But the reality is they will go on. Uh, that's my personal view. Now, yeah. they might not go ahead on the exact date that they're on, you know, yeah. and I'm only speculating. Yeah, yeah, but sure. the reality is, you know, this, uh, you know, we will reschedule this event. Clearly, it won't be at the Grand Prix. Yes. <laughs> but uh, we'll reschedule these, this. These so particular four races, yeah. Uh, uh, it might be two races. Who, who knows? But, yeah. you know, the, 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 great, the, the thing that we've got on our side is that we've only got 14 events. We're a domestic championship, largely. You know, we're in control, control of our own destiny. Yeah. And... And I'm clearly this is speculated. And if we had to push all all of our races into a four-month window later in the year, we have the ability to do that yes. because we've got a massive gap in the middle of the year for the Olympics. We've got three-week gaps between all our events, which we could put into place to, to actually alleviate the stress on the teams. If we have to forego that and go back to two-week gaps and not have that six-week gap, we can do that. So, you know, I think the, the most important thing is that, that we will we will be running. Whether, whether there's some other tweaks happen to the calendar or the uh, etc., time will tell. Alright, now you've packed up your garage here, you'll now um, give the guys a couple of days off? or They'll have the weekend off and then we're going to spend the whole of next week doing uh, factory maintenance. We're going to leave the cars in the truck and we've had a plan for a while to, to rejig the factory and paint the doors and give the whole place a birthday. Right. And, uh, and we've just brought that forward because... Clearly the cars are pretty much prepped. They've got the right drop gears in already for, for Tassie. So apart from uh, nothing that needs doing to the cars, they're ready to go to Tasmania. So, we'll, so we're, we're going to spend the week reconfiguring, rejuvenating, showing some love to the place. All right. Well, I'll uh, schedule my next visit to sometime after April. You do that. Thank you, Tim Edwards. And uh, we'll let him get on with his day of... Leaving the Grand Prix. Craig, um, I'm sure that every uh, few hours there's a, a new development in the, the whole system of uh, supercars management. Well, we are waiting for some sort of confirmation, but supercars have issued the statement. While discussions are currently taking place, supercars has not made any decision about upcoming events. We are continuing to monitor the situation and will comply with the latest government health advice as the coronavirus situation continues to, to evolve. Should we need to postpone an event, we are fully prepared to adapt our calendar to deliver a complete championship in 2020. The safety of our people, fans and fans remain our priority. We will provide further event information when it becomes available. So, as of recording this show, 
that is the official position of the Supercars Championship of 2020. I'm uh, sure that it'll be uh, before the end of this week that we have a real plan on what's going to be occurring. Well, around the world, Tony, there has been a response to the coronavirus and a few different responses as well. We do know now that the Formula One season, which includes Formula Two and Three, have postponed Bahrain, Vietnam and the Chinese Grand Prix. They're still a bit up in the air about what they're going to do at the uh, newly rescheduled Zandvoort. NASCAR have made a statement. They, like IndyCars, are not going to race now until May. Here's the NASCAR statement. We'll see what you think of this. The health and safety of our fans, industry and the communities in which we are in which we race is our most important priority. So in accordance with recent CDC guidance, NASCAR is currently postponing all race events through to May 3rd with plans to return to racing in Martinsville. We appreciate the patience of our fans and we look forward to returning to the racetrack. We intend to hold all 36 races this season with future rescheduling as soon to uh, rescheduling soon to be determined as we continue to monitor this situation closely with public health officials and medical experts. What is important now transcends the world of sport and our focus is on everyone's safety and well-being as we navigate this challenging time together. Now, the BTCC have taken the step to uninvite fans to their season launch. So they are, well, also considering what they might do. Some are saying that the first three rounds are at risk in the BTCC. Perhaps they will see how the uh, official launch and test day goes with no fans before they actually put a fork in those events. But fascinating to see how the world of motorsport is reacting to the current situation with the coronavirus or COVID-19, if you prefer, Tony. That's it for today's edition of Inside Supercars. Yep, we're looking forward to Matt Stone, Betty Clemenko and Ben Croke all joining us tomorrow here on the show. And that's it from me. And goodbye from him. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.